friends! Welcome to Life Uncorked! So, Talia, what are you drinking? I am drinking tequila, which is my favorite alcohol, obviously, with like a zero calorie juice. I don't know, because I'm doing my Weight Watchers thing, and it's amazing, and I love it. Oh, super healthy. Right? I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to feel bad or guilty. Yeah, right? That's the best way to be drunk. Drunk and healthy. But, Wendy... I know you have a drink in hand. What are you drinking today? So I'm drinking, it's a hundred percent truce. It's apple mango. And then I added mango vodka because, you know. That sounds really vodka. good. It's actually really good. It's delicious. It's tropical. <laughs> tropical. I actually was looking before online about summer drinks and I found this one and it looks so amazing. It has these little like melon balls in it, but it's all like, it's just seltzer like the natural juice of like the fruits and the liquor. I think it was like vodka and it looked amazing. And I'm like, I can't wait for summer so I can make that. One of the bars I used to work at, we used to put a strawberry or like a strawberry slice at the end of the martini glass and everybody would just like put it in the martini and they're like, just wait. At the end, it's going to be like a vodka soaked martini. I mean, a strawberry, which I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense if it absorbs the alcohol. But I mean, we're going to have to try it out. I mean, I've soaked gummy worms in Fireball, and that was pretty good. I don't know if it's the same. I don't know if it translates to fruit, but I would think so. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, going off tangent as usual, Um, today we're going to talk about this new topic called corn funk. When you want to explain this a little bit, because I feel like you kind of coined this expression very well. <laughs> yeah, okay. So basically, corn funk is just when you're feeling like... Uh, you're basically over this. You're over right. the whole quarantine feeling. You're or being in quarantine. You're restless. You have maybe a little bit of too much stress build up, a little bit of anxiety. You're kind of getting a little bit on the depressed side, and you you feel stuck. You know, it's like a funk, quarantine style. Yeah, which I think we're all kind of feeling too. Yeah, exactly. I think we're all trying to like. I guess we're all trying to find what this is we're feeling, and trying to figure out how to get out of it now we're kind of came up with like tips to mm-hmm. or not even tips but we came up with little things that we're doing to try to get us out of corn funk yeah it's what's getting us through so hopefully you guys can take at least one thing away from what we're talking about and hopefully that'll help you getting through the rest of this crazy pandemic that we're in yeah it sucks it's so shitty we've pretty much been in quarantine my family has been in quarantine i want to say 32 days i've been counting <laughs> wow 32 days since the last day that i worked that's obviously that's i've left the house because you know i have to get groceries i have to go to target to like pick up sani wipes and Agreed. rubbing alcohol and like water bottles whatever but 32 days is how long we've been quarantined so far but i'm pretty sure all of us are right now building up corn funk yeah i'm tired of seeing the same four walls all the time or it could even be like you're tired of the person you live with like for me i live with my boyfriend and i love him very much but you know sometimes you just need a little break you know what i'm saying so (laughs) yeah i love you but i don't love you 32 consecutive days with not seeing anyone else days with like non-stop (laughs) oh my goodness I, th- I think other people, uh, I don't think I'm the only one that feels this way. I would hope not. <laughs> oh, I doubt it. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are getting fed up with the people that they live with. Thank God, like, we kind of, like, at home here, I live with my mom, my dad, and my sister. We all kind of, like, not stay to ourselves, but 
we have our alone time and then we all come together. So it's a balance. You know what I'm saying? We're not just constantly up each other's ass like, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how we were in the beginning. I think we didn't know how to navigate the quarantine with just us. And I think me and him were both a little scared for what was going to come. Yeah. But I think now we kind of have our groove and he just does his thing. I do my thing. We come together at certain points of the day, like in the morning and at night. That's when we really spend our time together. Other than that, we kind of just do our own thing. He usually just plays the game and it drives me out of my mind. But that ain't none of my business. So, Yeah, you guys like each found your routine, right? Which brings us to the first point. Yes, it does. So... One thing that I've been... Yeah, first thing that I think has been helping out a lot. Oh, yeah. This has been helping me so much. It kind of honestly changed the game of how I handle quarantine completely. Because uh-huh. after I started doing this, I feel like I'm reacting so differently. So what happens is I try to set up a routine for myself. So what happens is... Or I'll say a schedule, actually. So every day I'll get up at the same time or around the same time. I'll have breakfast with my boyfriend. After that, I go meditate and I do my yoga. After that, I'll do like uh, something very productive. You meditate? I do. I just started. And I honestly That's changed awesome. the game. Changed the whole game. Like I don't, I don't, I really, I get anxiety in the mornings. I don't really know why, but I'll get my anxiety in the morning and I'll feel like angry a lot which is like i don't know if that's just an attitude problem or what but i have like a lot of anger and so what after i meditate it's so different i feel so grounded and centered Uh and more like clear and how i talk to people and how i want to get my points across but and so far it's been great i mean it's only been like a week guys it's only been a week but so far so good the same with yoga we're trying here you're right i'm trying i'm trying something new um so i do the yoga and i meditate then me and Zeke will work out, and he kicks my ass all around our living room floor. Um, <laughs> He's like your trainer. Yeah, basically, pretty much, yeah, because he used to do football back in the day. So he knows, like, all the right stuff to do. And then we do we do stairs after, and we're on oh, the fifth floor. Nah. So we do stairs, and we go up and down the stairs. And it kicks my ass. It kicks my ass. But it's great. It's what I want. I like feeling the challenge. It makes me feel good. Yeah, and yeah. After, you like working out. Yeah, I enjoy, I'm really coming to enjoy it. And after I, you have all the, like, those endorphins going, and I'm like, this is like a high that I've never known before. Like, I, I've been really enjoying it. I feel like, okay, for me personally, like, I, as much as I try to stick to, like, an actual schedule, I think to-do lists work a lot better for me. So, like, my, I guess, quote-unquote routine is to almost make, like, a tiny to-do list. Now, because of, like, some days are easier than others, it pretty much depends on how I'm feeling that day like the other day I woke up and I was very anxious right off the bat and I honestly I didn't want to go to school I didn't like I didn't want to do anything I just kind of wanted to hide so what I did was I told myself okay let's just write down three things that I want to do today number one let's actually go to class because I mean I'm still going to virtual school even though we're not going to a physical classroom but going to class is a thing that I have to do so number one, let's go to class. Number two, let's um, let's make the bed this morning. Like let's fold all our like um, our blankets because it's so easy to just get out of bed, do your thing, and then at the end of the day, just go back in bed. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going anywhere. But can we talk about how big of a difference making your bed is though? Because I f- I feel like it makes all the difference. Yes, it makes me feel like wow. I'm, yeah. I'm so no. I'm such an adult. I made the bed. I make the bed every morning. Like. It makes a big difference. And the days that no, I don't... seriously, it helps so yeah, much. The days that I don't, I feel like my life is a mess. I'm like, I didn't make my bed. I feel unorganized. Something's not right. 
So I totally understand what you're saying. And the whole thing is, it's like, okay, like, I might not do, like, what was my, I don't even remember what my third thing was. My third thing was to have breakfast. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big breakfast eater, but I was like, no, you know what? We're going to change the mood around. Now, did I accomplish all three things? I'm not going to lie. No, I definitely did not make my bed that morning, but I managed to eat breakfast and I went to class. And at the end of it, I felt like, I felt like I actually accomplished something. So it's like, okay, yeah, you didn't do all the things you said you were going to do, but you did something and it's better than doing nothing. And just the simple fact of like checking something off just makes you feel a little bit better about yourself, a little bit better about the day. It's like, wow, like, damn, I actually, I did something like good for me. And like celebrating little things. Yeah. Yeah, You celebrate the little things that you accomplish. And I don't know, it just, it changes your mood a lot. You know, it's like tiny, tiny things that help. No, I totally agree. And like, I have this beautiful schedule, but. I would be lying if I said I followed it every single day to a T because I do not. As long as I feel like I did something different or something that I feel like is accomplishing for me, I feel like, okay, that's good. Like, I stepped out and I did the one thing. You know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Oh, 100%. It does not have to be that way. I feel like the whole point of like, okay, whether you create a schedule or make a to-do list, it's not supposed to be so you beat yourself up. I totally agree. It's an incentive. It's, all right now you have something to do because we don't have like our normal routines. We don't actually have to drive to school. Like these aren't like our normal to-do lists that we make or our normal schedules and routines that we have. So let's make our own little ones to kind of like get us moving and I get totally the ball rolling. Agree with you. And it's, it's, I feel like another thing too is like we're all in this weird space right now with this quarantine that it's like no one knows which way is up. So just doing something to just create a sense of like sanity within yourself oh, yeah. I think is very 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 important too because I know like I guess to segue into our next topic or next point in a way is like so like the quarantine has really made me struggle with reaching out to people um because I've gotten so depressed where I've just been in bed for like three days at a time and I don't talk to anyone whether it's like my mom or my best friend or a- anyone even even you like I just I just can't do it yeah, no, you definitely, like, have some days where you just, like, we're texting and then you just hide literally for the whole day. And I'm like, I hope you're, like, I, obviously I give you your space because, like, you need your space. I'm not going to be all up in your shit. But it's like, damn, like, I hope she's okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that you're just hiding from the world Yeah, a bit. yeah. Which is something, yeah, it's something I've always done. It's always been a thing I've done since I was, like, a little, little kid. Which is fine. But especially now, it's been very hard to cope. So one thing that I've been really trying to do is reach out to people more at least one person a day and it doesn't matter if that's an old co-worker my mom you or like whoever someone on facebook who i haven't seen since like sixth grade dance or something like just connect with somebody to feel like a person to feel that human connection with someone because i feel like now that's kind of getting lost a little bit do you feel like that helps you yes i do i do like for the exit for example the other day I talked to a girl who I haven't talked to since I was probably 10 years old. Oh, wow. And it was like, we didn't talk for long. We talked for like maybe like two minutes and it was over like Messenger, like a Facebook Messenger. But it just made all the difference. Like it made me feel connected. It made me feel like, it just made me feel good. It made me feel good. Yeah. No, you're right. And it's funny. Okay, so I, it's this kind of like I was telling you about this earlier. I was talking to my sister and my sister was telling me about this like experiment or whatever that this guy, um, the psychologist um, Martin something. I don't remember his last name. He was saying um, he did an experiment basically on learned helplessness. So just to kind of quickly give out what the experiment is. You have a dog in a cage and the dog 
I guess let's I didn't know if he had a collar but let's just say he had a collar for the sake of me explaining this and I'm so sorry if I'm butchering this experiment Michelle I hope I don't disappoint you (laughs) but basically you have a dog with a collar in a cage right experimenter pushes a button uh a button ding 10 seconds later the collar buzzes so the dog gets shocked nothing crazy that's not gonna hurt him but he feels obviously a shock and he does this multiple multiple times over like you know a period of time eventually the dog knows he learns that every time there's a ding boom something is coming he starts getting anxious he starts moving around the cage and getting restless because he's waiting for that shock to come now he basically learned that this is coming this bad feeling is coming you take that same dog and you move him into a different cage this cage however has an exit and if the dog figures out how to get out of that exit or how to get out of the cage and follow the little tunnel there's no shock after the ding but by that point the dog has become so anxious that every time he hears the ding he makes no effort to get out of the cage because he thinks i'm already in this i'm already stuck you know what i'm saying so that's like when you feel like you're in your funk you're in that funk and that's your mental cage Mm -hmm. obviously it goes a lot deeper than just phoning a friend that's not always like this is my escape from my shock. No, totally. But you never know what the effect of reaching out to somebody can do. It's something different. It's something that can like trigger a different response. So instead of you feeling like angry or sad, phone a friend and that might be your way to not feel as angry and avoid that shock. You know what I'm saying? And it's like me personally, I'm super like I'm outgoing as hell. Like I need to speak to people constantly. I love the interaction. So not having constant interaction has been a little weird for me. But um, I've been doing a lot of like FaceTimes and like Zoom. I did a yesterday, two of my bar regulars um, had texted me and were like, hey, we miss you. Do you think it'd be cool if we have like a virtual happy hour? That's so cute. Yeah. And we had a virtual happy hour. It was super short, like an hour. That, I know that's not that short, but we just got, you know, carried away with talking. And at the and you end also it, will see them at the bar and they're there for hours, I feel like. Like bar regs yeah, are always there exactly. like for forever. Yeah. Exactly. So it's different. And then at the end of it, I felt so much better. I was like, wow, like I really miss my bar regs. And like I really miss this, this kind of interaction. Like I don't have to speak to my best friend every day, even if it's someone like you said that I haven't talked to in a really long period of time. It's that like that newness, that refresher. It it makes I don't know. It makes you feel good. It helps a lot. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, it does. It makes all the difference. And like, that's the, another thing too. Is like when I'm depressed in my bed. Like when someone reaches out, like you in particular, because you're really good at reaching out. Um, it makes me feel good to feel like someone is caring enough to like check up on me. Yeah. But I always worry about like um. I always worry about, like, I don't want to tell anybody else my problems. Like, I just, something I need to worry about. But it's, like, you have to remember that, like, you have to help yourself get out of your funk. You can't do it by yourself all the time. Like, that's just not how life works. And so when those people reach out, you have, I have, I try really hard to always, like, answer back and respond so I can have that connection with someone. Because I'm not saying it's going to cure you and it's going to make you not be depressed. Because that's obviously never how, it's not how it works. But it, it, it goes a long way. It can really go a long way. So. No, yeah, you're right. Like, you never know. Like, a phone call. 
And it's like a phone call could be helpful for somebody else and it also could be helpful for you. Like you never know the effect that it has. It's just like being polite to someone when you're at the store. You know, like saying hi to someone, you never know that how like far that can go or how much that Mm -hmm. can actually help a human being. And since we obviously can't do that in today's world because we're stuck in quarantine, the easy way to say hello to a stranger or say hello to somebody or a friend is through like instagram instant messaging um like you go on facebook and say hey facebook exactly like comment on someone's story like oh my god like those cookies that you're baking look super good something like that spark up a conversation i think it helps personally yeah and it creates kind of like a domino effect i feel like too like you know when people go to the drive-thru and they pay for the person behind them and then that person pays for the person behind them and it just keeps going i think that also and has, you want to just pay it forward exactly and so it's like when you feel good and you're like oh i just talked to this person they made me feel so good or i feel so good now let me go talk to someone else new and then that person does it and it just continues and continues over and over i think oh 100 positive vibes are super contagious exactly. just like negative vibes yes you know everything is like super contagious like someone's mood can really change the room right and it could really affect someone's mm-hmm. day whether it's good or whether it's bad but we got to be careful about that kind of stuff and we kind of if we don't have it in our world we got to bring it into the world exactly and hopefully it revolves in circles and tumbles back to us oh you know what else i think has been like uh, a really good um tip for like getting out of the core and funk what enjoying the sunlight oh my god you're right i feel like yeah yeah getting that vitamin d like if um even if i don't want to sometimes if the weather is nice and it's sunny outside i'll take a lap around around the block i don't have to go to the park I don't have to travel anywhere crazy. Literally just go outside the house and take a lap around where I live. Right. Yeah. And that's one thing that's better that I absolutely love about my apartment. And you know, this is my balcony. And I thank God that I have it in quarantine because if I didn't, I'd be going insane. But I just go walk out my balcony. I sit there. I listen to music, whatever. I'll color outside, drink my wine. And it's it's great. And it's totally different because like a lot of the times I'll feel like a like a zombie a vampire because i just feel like i I must look so pasty from just being inside all day all the time (laughs) then you go i was okay i did my makeup for the first time um in a while on on easter sunday and i was like yeah i'm gonna look nice today we're gonna try and i tried my makeup foundation and okay i'm mexican like i'm darker skinned not dark dark but i got a nice tan going my foundation was too dark for my skin. So dark, right? I was like, oh no, we're missing some sunlight up in here. Girl, welcome to my life. Mm-hmm. Yo, I have foundation for the seasons. I have specific foundations I use every season because my skin is nah, like... Girl, I need to get on your Changes level. throughout. Because I'm mixed. I feel like it's like when it's wintertime, I get super pasty and white. And then in the summertime, I, I can get really nice. Really nice and like tan and nice. So I'm like, I gotta be... No, I don't, I don't, this is not cute, I'm not. And usually, you know me, I love my makeup, I miss my makeup, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm home, what do I need to, like, so once in a while, though, I will do my eyebrows and, like, a little mascara and concealer, and I'm like, I feel cute, and it makes me feel a little bit better about my day. A little bit of glow up. Yes, I put yeah. a little bit of highlight right? and be Get glowing. A- yeah, I love that. Damn, shit. you know what? I miss makeup. So, see, I feel like that goes hand in hand. You know, a little bit of sunlight and give your, exactly. give your face a little bit of a refresher. Make yourself exactly. feel pretty. You know what I'm saying? I love being outside. Oh, it changes yeah. my whole mood. No, I need to get on your level. I definitely don't do that. I have I have one foundation. If I have another one, it's probably because I bought the wrong shade. 
and I was too scared well, to Oh, try. I definitely do that too. Believe me, it's a journey. I have foundations that do not match me at all, and I would rock them anyway just because that's what I got. I'm like, this is just what we're going to do today, and we're just going to wear out at work. I put my button up all the way to the top, so hopefully people don't notice. <laughs> <laughs> my face doesn't match my neck. Let's cover this up real quick. <laughs> exactly. Hold my hair down, push it in front of my face, be good to go. Um, one other thing I do too is I take a vitamin D because I'm so scared that I'm not going outside enough. Yeah. I don't know if that helps at all, but I do it just in case. Well, I was I was actually telling uh, my mom and my sister this earlier when I was talking to them about like the importance of like getting some sunlight or like opening the windows to like let the brightness in. Um, you know, like seasonal. Ugh seasonal acute depression i think that's what it's called oh yeah like when people basically like people get more depressed in the winter well obviously there's less sun in the winter so doctors usually are like hey like you should just like up your dose of vitamin d too because if we can't get it from the sun we can get it from a pill and i asked my doctor on one of my last visits and i was like hey i have a question is vitamin d water soluble and it like threw her off guard because she didn't know the answer to that (laughs) um but it is but she said it is. So basically what that means is that um, you know how sometimes it's not good to take too many vitamins? Yeah. And you can have like too much like vitamin whatever and it affects you negatively. So apparently vitamin D, your body just uses what it needs and it pees out the rest. Oh, cool. Actually, I was learning about that because I just decided in quarantine to start taking a bunch of vitamins because I used to be very regimented with them when I was much younger, like when I was like 21, 22. So I started doing it because I was freaking out because I was like, vitamins are obviously going to cure me of any coronavirus I might have, obviously. So I just bought the whole lot. And so like I noticed like certain things about, like that were changing. My pee was super, super bright yellow. And I was like, well, this is really weird. Like I drink water all the time. And it's because of the riboflavin in my vitamins. And I was like, oh. Be very careful when you take pills. Yeah. Be, um, usually I feel like I'm not a professional. And I think, like, if you take a multivitamin, that should be enough. Mm-hmm. If you want to know exactly how much vitamins or how much certain things you should be taking, that's when you need to go to a um, you need to go to a doctor for yeah. a checkup, and they can do blood work. Their blood work will tell you what your levels are, and depending on your levels, they'll they'll prescribe you basically how much vitamin D. I'm sorry, how much like vitamin B, whatever, or vitamin C you need, or how much riboflavin, whatever that word is. <laughs> I don't even know if I pronounced it right. I probably didn't, but yeah. You want to know one thing. So we were talking, you know how you were talking about makeup and everything? I was literally about to say, oh, damn, maybe during this quarantine period, I should like try to like learn how to like teach myself how to do my makeup. I think that would be like a good, like almost like a little mini hobby to start. But yeah, but side note, I also feel like you do your makeup very well. Oh, just so you know, but continue. I appreciate it. I feel like you could always keep get up you know get better i've had definitely my days where like my face does not match my neck but whatever oh yeah same (laughs) but i was saying that just made me think about this other thing that i keep seeing all over the internet and it's it pisses me off so much because i think it's so like degrading to certain people it's like this like instagram post or this tweet or whatever that keeps going around and it says something along the lines of if you didn't start a side hustle learn to play a new instrument like cure cancer or like insert something else then you wasted your time and you're not motivated and you're lazy and this and that i've seen that too everywhere let me just say that is the biggest load of 
bullshit yeah. ever. One thousand percent agreed. One thousand percent agreed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of a pandemic. Yeah, exactly. You do not measure your success by where you're at at the end of this quarantine, because at the end of the day, all of us are being placed. Yeah. Yeah. We're all being placed in a situation we did not pick. We are. All of our resources are different. Yes. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, some people are unemployed and not able to get their unemployment mm-hmm. checks. Some people are struggling to, um, and to survive. Like, yep, and to get buy food for their family, or worried about how to pay rent, or literally trying not to have a mental breakdown every single day. So you know what, honey? If you get out of quarantine, period, I think we're all successful. You know what I'm saying? If you unfortunately got sick and now are not sick, you're successful as shit. Because hey, look, we don't know what this is. We don't know how to how it. Uh, how easily it contracts we don't know anything all we know is that right now we're in a cage for a little bit of time and we have to do the best that we can to get out of a funk and to motivate ourselves and to be proud of like little accomplishments and not everyone's gonna come out with like a new um a new podcast or a new youtube channel not everyone's gonna build a fucking house or whatever you know people are saying you should be doing and that's like, that's fine. It's honestly so yuppie and pretentious yeah. to me. It's so pretentious. Like, I'm sorry, but unless you're paying my bills, exactly. unless you're doing shit for me, you don't need to worry about what I'm doing in my quarantine, in my apartment. And, not, and for the record, when is the last time that we've had a pandemic? The Spanish flu? Like, how long ago was that? No one knows how to handle this situation. Nobody knows. There is no perfect way to handle a pandemic. It just doesn't happen. You and I are trying to get through this this whole thing day by day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You and I are trying to just like motivate each other to like, yeah, girl, like if you want to read a chapter of that book, start reading a book. If mm-hmm. you want to start a new show, start a new show. Why not? You know what I'm saying? If you're having a rough day and you need to talk to somebody to get through it, talk to somebody to get through it. But this isn't a time where we're being tested. Yeah, that's not what this as is As far about. as like, all right, let's see how creative you are. Let's see how successful you are. That's not what this is. And that's not what we want to, yeah, we don't want to share that or, or I I personally, I don't want to condone that shit. I don't either. I think it's, like I said, pretentious and like, just worry about yourself. Worry about, what is that, that little girl says in that, in that video, worry about yourself when she's putting on her seatbelt. I don't know if you've ever seen it. (laughs) Worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. (laughs) Also, okay. You know what another, one other big one is, I think. How much news you listen to. Oh, totally. I I stopped listening, watching the news. The reason why is because, first of all, and this is note to you, actually, you don't know, or for me, I just feel like you don't know what's real and you don't know what's fake. Mm-hmm. You never know. The only website I use to look at the news is BBC News, and I go online, I'll read as much as I can handle, and then I put it away. I don't need to see all the extra drama on TV. I don't need it. I don't want it. And it's just, it's a lot to handle. It's overwhelming. Oh, hell yeah. Especially at the beginning when like they tell you like this person's dying and they have a cough. Then this person's dying and they have a rash. And I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) what's going on? I'm itchy. I just coughed. Wait, no, these are allergies. What are you talking about? No, I agree. I, at the beginning, um, I was freaking out a lot because I was just getting nervous all the time and I was so scared. Because I was watching the news constantly. But you can't help it. This is brand new and like we've never heard this before. So you 
at the beginning, you can't help to like have your eyes like glued to the TV. Like, oh my God, what's next? Wait, I need to know what's going on. Especially not for nothing, like with the way technology is right now, like everything is in your phone. Everything. You have the world at your phone. And misinformation spreads very fast. Yeah. And I started getting freaked out a lot. So what I started doing was I just stopped watching the news. The only thing I watch um, <laughs> every day, and I get made fun of it a little bit, I watch uh, Governor Murphy because we, we live in the state of New Jersey. So we have Governor Murphy and he has his like little press conference every day. I don't listen to it um, like from start to finish, but I listen to bits and pieces. I feel like for me personally, he is my news source. Because the way I see it, he's in charge of the state of New Jersey, right? So his job is to take all this information and find what's what, what really matters, what's most important, and funnel it to us. So if he says, all right, guys, like, I know we, we said before, like, masks don't work. But now we're saying that we're requiring you to wear masks. He explains why we're required to wear masks. He lets us know, like, all right, these masks, like, they're not going to prevent you from getting corona, but if you already have it and you're asymptomatic, they're preventing other people from getting it. So if all of us just cover up because we don't know who has it and who doesn't, then the risks of everybody getting sick are a lot less. And I feel like, I'll okay, every now and then I guess I'll turn on News 12. Like I won't not listen to any other news, but I try to definitely limit it. And I try to, like, fill it in instead with, like, Netflix. Like, instead of watching the news, why the hell am I wasting my time getting scared when I could be watching The Office cracking up? And cracking up, yeah. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just know what I need to know and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And that might sound, that might sound like, I feel like to certain people that will feel, like, sound weird or, like, Ignorant, misinformed. But I don't feel that way, like. It's a pandemic. No one wants this down our throats 24-7. Like, it's too much. I also love Governor Murphy. Like, I'm his number one fan, and I think he's adorable, and I follow him on Instagram. And I love his little pictures with his family that he posts of, like, them eating out or getting ice cream and, like, his cute little smile. Like, I have this thing with older men, and, like, I just think he's the most adorable person ever. I really love him. I was literally saying how he's so cute today, and I was being made fun of by my mom and my sister. And my mom was – my mom told me, He's so cute. Yeah, no, he really is. But no, my mom said to me, so she was cute. like, Wendy, the only reason you think he's cute is because you think he has a very calming voice. True. And that, that is, is true. very he true. He sounds stern. Right. Confident. And he lets us know that he cares about the well-being of the people in his state. And all the other news outlets are like, 3,000 dead, 5,000 Everything dead. is terrible. The world is ending. Everybody's dying. Yeah, no, and that scares me. I'm yeah. like, I don't I really, Shitty. I'm not built for this shit. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, same. I'm the same way. I don't want to say limit all your media intake, but try to limit the news intake. Take what you can handle. Take what you can handle and leave the rest there. Don't. Yeah. And keep up to date. Right, you want to know what's going on. You just don't want it to be an obsession <laughs> all the time, like twenty four seven. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I totally agree. So actually, something else I wanted to talk about too is like with essential workers and people working from home. Um, I feel like they must be. Obviously, I can't speak because I don't know what that's like. I'm not an essential worker. I was 
I stopped working literally like a couple days before everything was shut down. Um, but one thing I feel like would be important because I try, I, although I can't put myself in that mindset, I try to. And I, I would think it's so important to have like some me time away from all media, from everything where they just like do something for themselves, whether it's like watch a movie or like jot something down or take a bubble bath or something that's just for you. Something that's just for you, no one else. You don't. Ha- you tune everything else out. You know what I'm saying? I would hope that every essential worker and people who are working from home can have the time to do that in their day. You know, because I feel like out of everybody, they're the ones who really deserve it the most. No, I t- I totally agree with that. I think that like even if you're not an essential worker, like obviously like essential workers are like definitely like their stress is got to be a lot more heightened than ours are because okay we're stressed and we're stuck at home they're stressed they're going out into the mm-hmm. quote unquote real world you know what i'm saying right but right. i think regardless of if you're at home or if you're not home if you're working if you're a nurse if you're a child everybody needs to have you're right like a moment to themselves where they kind of detox from everything where you turn off the mind for me that's hard like when i like oh i've tried to meditate i can't so the fact that the fact that you're doing it is awesome. You know for you know what I do? What my me time is? I go when I take a shower, I take um like a eucalyptus essential oil. I literally just put a couple of splashes on the bottom of the shower. I turn on my nice warm shower and the steam, I like literally like breathe in the eucalyptus and it relaxes your muscles. It makes you kind of like feel stress-free. Sometimes I'll like play a podcast in the background or like I'll even like play a YouTube video in the background I don't know if that's a weird thing I don't know if that's like <laughs> weird to bring your phone in the shower but no like I don't a YouTube think so video and I'm not like obviously like I'm not like intently watching it I'm more just like have that background noise it kind of puts me in like a little mini spa I was gonna say I remember you saying that and like I the other day I forgot to do it but I, I had my vix out to put it like rub it on the wall of the shower because I don't have like essential oils so like hopefully like when the water came it would like release the smell and I totally forgot to do it and I was so disappointed but I have to do that no next time you go grocery shopping you know what else what they have so obviously we're Latinas so Vicks is a very essential part of our life but at the store they have these like picture like a fat pill that you just put on the floor and the steam from the shower helps um like release the vix steam oh no way yeah so you breathe that in so if you don't want to do essential oils and you like the smell of vix and like vix obviously vix is like a decongestant so like helps open your your airways up and everything you could do the stuff of my childhood (laughs) i know yeah vix literally helps everything changes the game if you have never had vix you need to go buy some because it cures literally everything no, seriously, it does. It makes a difference. Um, you know what else I feel like it would be like trying to do personally? Um, because right now, because of all our sleep schedules being messed up, I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping. For me, and this like, you, you were talking about Vix, so it made me think of this. Before I go to bed, sometimes what I like to do is I like to take a little bit of Vix, either Vix or essential oil, and I like to rub it on the bottom of my feet. I've actually heard that's really good to do. Apparently, the bottom of your feet absorbs everything into your bloodstream a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. I've never tried that, but I've heard about it. I think my sister, maybe she's done it before. But yeah, I've heard that's really great. Um, honest. And it's like, okay, this might not be scientifically proven, but hey, the placebo effect is a real fucking thing. 
No, seriously. Yeah, I know, but little things like that to, like, help you, like... Seriously, it, listen, what works for you works for you. Yeah, you don't have to question it. You don't have to justify it. Whatever helps you get a good night's sleep, do it. Whatever helps you get through the day, do it. Exactly. Yeah. I had a lot of struggle sleeping, too, but I feel like I've gotten to the point in quarantine where I'm just, like, you know, like, there's the five stages of grief. I feel like we're kind of all going through that for the quarantine. And I've gotten over the... Yep, all together. Yes. And I've gotten over the anger part. I've gotten over the... um, What is it? There's like anger, despair, all of that. All the anxiety of it. And I'm just like... I feel like I'm at the acceptance stage. And I'm just like, this is what it is. We can't change anything. This is the way life is. So my sleeping has gotten better. But one thing I do is I take melatonin. Because it knocks me right out. It knocks me right out. So when I know like I need to go to bed and I need to sleep, I take like two two of them but i don't swallow them i put them under my tongue yeah yeah, yeah. and i let them absorb under the, your tongue because it's supposed to absorb faster it does or that's what my mom tells me again not i don't know if that's true but yeah you and your boyfriend would really enjoy um there's this place in hoboken that does cbd massages oh really in hoboken what's it called they uh ugh, i forget i i'm gonna have to get back to you on that one but they but what they do is they take they give you like a little bit of cbd oil like a, a serving and they tell you to put it underneath your tongue right and don't swallow it you hold it for as right. long as possible and eventually it, it absorbs into your bloodstream obviously you're going to swallow it eventually because it just sits there not all of it gets absorbed in but you event like don't rush to swallow leave it underneath your tongue for a couple of seconds as long as possible 30 seconds to a minute i think they say um then you swallow it and then they use cbd creams and cbd lotions and massage all your muscles that sounds so good it is glorious. I want to do that. I've fun fact. I've never gotten a massage before. <gasps> ever, ever, ever. To do list. Once quarantine is over, to do list. I know, right? I gotta write that out. All right. So we said me time. Okay. So I mean, honestly, guys, just to recap, I know we said we were gonna give you guys, I guess, tips for like what to do during quarantine funk but if you got anything out of this it's just i want to say there's so many options and there's so many different ways of doing things whether it's talia doing a schedule or doing like i do and just making a to-do list or you know hitting people up once a week because you struggle with doing that to hitting people up like constantly because i'm a people person to having some me time and just doing something that's just for you where you turn off all media and it's just you and what you want to do and you just got to take it one day at a time that's the thing no one knows what tomorrow's gonna bring we don't know what's gonna happen in the future but we do know what's happening right now in the moment and that's all we can control so it's no use to worry about things that we don't know yeah so just take it yeah. every minute by minute thing, by minute. Get through today. Yeah. Just worry about today and getting through. Whether that's your accomplishment could be you getting out of bed. It doesn't matter. Every single person is different. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. And you have to just listen to your own body, listen to your mind, listen to your soul. And that's that's all you can do. And just try your best. Try to be your best. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we honestly hope that the, like these little tips helped um corn funk is a real thing and i know we're each trying to get out of it um just know that you have people that you can lean on yeah 100 percent. 
Don't forget that either. Don't forget you have people you can lean on. And hey, honestly, if you're bored as shit too, you could always follow us on Twitter and like chat with us if you need somebody to talk to, if you're stressed the fuck out and just want to like say hi to complete strangers. We're totally available. We're the complete strangers that can be your new friends. Feel free to hit us up. (laughs) If you want to drink with us, feel free. All you got to do is just tweet at us and we'll get our drinks ready. Oh, hell yeah. We have our cups. We have our stash. We're good to go. All right. So since I'm pretty much finished with my drink here, I think it's time that we say goodbye. Um, I hope that we gave you guys a little bit of encouragement and sparked your minds a little bit to give you some insights to how to get out of your corn funk. And honestly, guys, remember, take it day by day, you know, minute by minute. You are not alone in any of this, especially now that you have us. We will be back soon with another episode. But until then, let's be friends. Follow us on Twitter at Life Uncorked Pod and let us know your thoughts or just simply say hey or let us know what you're drinking. Can't wait to share another drink with you. Bye. Bye, guys. See you next time.